You are listening to the Daybreak Podcast. Daybreak is a live Bible study broadcasting each morning on Facebook and YouTube as an outreach of Church Without Walls. Music is brought to you by the Nesbitt family and teaching by Pastor Scott Nesbitt. To learn more about Church Without Walls, visit our website at cwowtn.com. That is cwowtn.com. And now, here are the Nesbitts. Good morning. Good morning. Funny though, it said it's so great to have y'all back. Anyway, today is February the 28th, last day of February, the year of our Lord 2023. And we will sing. We stand and lift up our hands. Oh, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We bow down, worship Him now.
Amen. We are back. Hey, I saw some names on our James Gooseby. It's good to see you on here, my brother. Over from YouTube, you guys in YouTube. Hey, Rich, you're you're coming in from YouTube this morning, eh? Good, good, good to see you guys. Carol, David, Kathy, Tina, Jacinda, Donna, Peggy. God Everybody. bless you all. Everybody. I had a hard time deciding where to go this morning uh, with our Bible study because I don't know why I had such a hard time. But anyway, I did have a niece asking for uh, Proverbs and in my mind this morning, that kind of won out. At least it won out for right now. So if you want to open in your Bibles, we'll be opening up to First Kings and... Uh, <laughs> because we're going to talk a little bit about Solomon before we get into uh, Proverbs. The book of Proverbs is, uh, so I, if I don't change my mind anyway, that's where we're going to start. First Kings chapter 3, First Kings chapter 3, we're going to talk about though, Proverbs, the book of Proverbs. Now Proverbs is mostly attributed to Solomon. And the reason we're going to First Kings is, we're going to start this study out by, by learning where Solomon received his wisdom from and how it came about and how it spread throughout the land and talk a little bit about Solomon. But Proverbs theirself, as we think about getting into Proverbs, the uh, Proverbs are just practical life statements. And they're not... It's not systematic theology. It's not prophecies. It's a pro the book of Proverbs is part of what is called wisdom literature. Wisdom literature would include books like Job, uh, Psalms, Palms, Psalms, <laughs> Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon's. However, Proverbs is uh, Proverbs is kind of unique in its own way. And, and like I said, they're not the laws of God. They're not universal truths that are always necessarily true, but they're just wise, wise sayings. And most of this book is attributed to a man named Solomon. Now, Solomon was uh, David's son and uh, the one who became the king after David. And... Uh, David and Bathsheba, and, and that's a story you need to know about as well. And, and the reason I say that is God has a way of redeeming stupidity and mistakes. Okay? He really does. And uh, when, you know, when you look at, at the Bible, is just, the Bible is painfully honest. That's why one of the reasons we know, uh, you know, we're, I, I'm, I'm of, the, of those that are of the belief that the Bible is the holy word of God and that it is true. Uh, and it is painfully honest. If someone was going to make up a book and make up these things, there's so many things that would be left out of the book that, that would cause embarrassment to kings, embarrassment to families. Uh, but the Bible doesn't because it's part of it is history. You know, part of it is wisdom literature, like we said. 
and uh, it just tells us what happened. So how did how did Solomon get so wise? So we're moving on uh, here. Where we're going to start is with a dream that Solomon has. And so we're going to take up in 1 Kings now, chapter 3, 1 Kings chapter 3, and we're doing this to set up the book of Proverbs, okay? If you look in 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 5, at Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, ask, what shall I give you? Ask, what shall I give you? Solomon I'm going to bless you. So God appears to Solomon in a dream. He's a young king. He's taken over now, and he's king of Israel. And God appears to him in a dream, and he says, what would you like for me to give you, Solomon? And here's what Solomon says, verse 6. Solomon said, you have shown great mercy to your servant David, my father, because he walked before you in truth, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart with you. You have continued this great kindness for him, and you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. Let's stop right quick there. David walked before God in truth, but if you read David's life, he made serious mistakes. How is it true that David walked before God in truth, and he made terrible, terrible mistakes in his life. It's because David was a man of a repentant heart. David was a man that though he fell terribly, when brought to his attention, his attention, he, was the, he had a heart that was towards God. His heart would turn to God in true repentance and crying out to God. And, and that's that's how we walk in a righteous way before God. It is having an honest, true heart before God that turns to him in repentance when we make terrible mistakes. Verse 7, Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king instead of my father David, but I am a little child. And he means basically in his, in mentally as well. He's young. I do not know how to go out or to come in. And your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen, a great people too numerous to be numbered or counted. Verse 9. Therefore, give to your servant an understanding heart to judge your people that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? And so Solomon, in this dream, God comes to Solomon and says, Solomon, Ask me what you want, and I'll give it to you. And Solomon says, here's what I need more than anything. I need wisdom. I need understanding. You have now put me over your people. I'm now king over your people, and I'm young, and I don't know anything. Now, this right here is Solomon's first strength and wisdom is to be before God and say, I don't know. I don't understand, okay? And I need wisdom. So verse 10 says, this, this speech, the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. 11, then God said to him, because you have asked this thing, have not asked long life for yourself, nor have asked riches for yourself, nor have asked the life of your enemies, but have asked 
for yourself understanding to discern justice. Behold, I have done according to your word. See, I have given you, you mark this down. If you're one of these people, highlights, highlight this. I have given you a wise and understanding heart so that there has not been anyone like you before you, nor shall anyone like you arise after you. And I've also given you what you have not asked for. Riches, honor, so that there will not be or shall not be anyone like you among the kings all your days. Now look at verse 14 also, though. This is a key. There's always a clause. There's always a disclaimer when God speaks as well. So if you walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. Then Solomon awoke, and indeed it had been a dream. He came to Jerusalem, stood before the ark of the covenant of the Lord, and offered up burnt offerings, offered peace offerings, and made a feast for all his servants. So, now that's quite a bit of reading there, but uh, the point is this. He realized that he needed wisdom. And he asked God for wisdom. He didn't ask for riches. He didn't ask for all these things he didn't ask for. And that was a wise thing to ask for before God. So God says, see, I've given it to you. Where does wisdom come from? From above. If any of you like wisdom, book of, book of James. If any of you like wisdom, let him ask of God who gives liberally to all. Ask from God for wisdom. Because we need wisdom. So God says to Solomon, basically, he said, man, I am happy that you ask for understanding and a wise heart. And because you did that, now I'm going to give you all these other things that you didn't ask for. I'm going to give you uh, riches, and I'm going to give you honor. Now, his first test of wisdom comes, and we won't read this so that we don't, you know, we'll, I'll just talk about it. So the next section here, uh, a couple of harlots come before him. And then this uh, true story, this, these two mamas come before him. Now, they're both harlots. Both of them ha had had babies, and they were both breastfeeding their babies, okay? And what had happened in, in the night, the, these two women had come before God because here was the accusation. At the middle of the night, her, she rode over on her baby and killed him, and my baby is alive, and so somewhere during the night, she wakes up and she comes and gets my baby that's alive and takes it to her. And she takes her dead baby and brings it and lays it in my arms. And then when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to feed my baby. He's dead. Then there's an argument that begins to happen between the two women in front of the king because he's judging them. Right? And... They're both just, one is saying one thing, one saying another. One said, no, this is my child. And the, no, this is my child. And so after Solomon hears them for a while, and, and this is what really begins his, uh, the realization in the mind of the people of how wise Solomon is, is that he starts to make a decree. He said, here's what we'll do then. Bring me a sword and I will cut this baby in half. And I'll give half to one mother 
half to the other mother. Well, when that happened and they understood, one of the women said, yes, that's, a, that's good. Cut the baby in half. Give me half and her the other half. But the other woman said, no, 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 no. Do not kill the child. Let the child live. And through this, Solomon discerned this is the true mother of the child and not the other one. And when that happened, look at verse 28. Well, let's go ahead and read verse 27. So the king answered and said, Give the first woman the living child and by no means kill him. She is his mother. And all Israel heard of the judgment which the king had rendered, and they feared the king, for they saw that the wisdom of God was in him and administered justice. And so the reason I read part of this uh, before, and I wanted to talk about this as we get ready to enter into the book of Proverbs, and uh, is because we need to realize that wisdom comes from God, number one. Number two, Though Solomon would become revered as the wisest man who ever lived, later in his life, he made decision after decision after decision, and he ends up at the end of his life not being as wise as you might think he should have been. Is that an amen from people around the table? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I so. a matter of fact, he, he did things that the Bible actually says that turned his heart from the Lord, you know. His many wives turned his heart away from serving the Lord. But at least in this time, he became a very wise man, and his wisdom began to spread throughout the world. Now, do you know the best advertising that there is is word of mouth? Word of mouth is better than any ad, anything. Any commercials, word of mouth, it, it's... It's, it's how things move. And by word of mouth, his wisdom was spoken of. Now, I want you to look in verse, uh, we're going to go into chapter 4 now and look at verse 32. This is speaking about the wisdom of Solomon. And here's what it says. It says, he spoke 3,000 proverbs. What? 3,000 proverbs. His songs were 1,005. How many songs have we written, Lisa? Not even that. <laughs> 1,005. He also, also he spoke of trees from the cedar tree of Lebanon, even to the hyssop that springs out of the wall. He spoke of the animals, of birds, of creeping things, of fish, and men of all nations. Now listen to this. Men of all nations from all the kings of the earth who had heard of his wisdom came to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And so as the word spreads throughout the world, delegates would be sent from kingdoms to come and hear the wisdom of this man named Solomon. Where did his wisdom come from? Came from God. Amen? Came from God. Okay. How are we doing? So that's a good... What, now let's... Now let's go to the book of Proverbs, okay? And uh, we will take up, we'll, we'll go ahead and read six verses and then we'll end today and then we'll come back and start tomorrow 
here. And so the book of Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, the beginning of knowledge. Here we go, verse 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, the king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, equity, to give prudence to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase learning. A man of understanding will attain wise counsel to understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and their riddles. So now that's reading six verses, the first six verses of the book of Proverbs. And now we know, we'll read, we're going to read. Now, let it be said as we close, uh, all of the Proverbs that we're read, reading are either from Solomon. It's most of the time it's believed he also collected Proverbs, wise sayings of his day and collected them together. But these are wise sayings. They are not universal laws, but they're wise sayings to give people wisdom. And we'll leave off there and we will see that the wisdom that we're going to read in the book of Proverbs, this practical wisdom in living our life, if we can receive it, this wisdom comes from the Lord because it was the Lord that gave Solomon wisdom. Okay? So this is wisdom from the Lord for practical instruction in life. And we'll take up from there tomorrow. Okay? So praise God. I hope you're happy or okay with the book I chose. Uh, and I really don't know why I chose it, but <laughs> there it is. It came in this morning and gave me three choices. This was none of them. I said, Lisa, do I start Galatians, 1 Corinthians, or the Gospel of Luke? <laughs> Here we are, Proverbs. So I sat down and I asked God. So we'll, we'll, we'll just see how it goes. I love you guys. We'll check in with you tomorrow. And uh, so let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Are you ready? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. All right. Love you, saints of God. I'll see you in the morning, Lord willing.